Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Childless Not By Choice. Before we get started, I would like to thank my sponsors and my supporters. First, I would like to thank Morgan Air Conditioning, Sales, Service, and Installation, serving Tampa, Florida, and the surrounding areas. Morgan Air can be reached by calling 813-500-7765. That's 813-500-7765. Thank you, Morgan Air, for recognizing the vision of Childless Not By Choice and being a part of it and thank you for all your work in the community. Next, I would like to thank Alba Digital Media for creating my website, www.childlessnotbychoice.net, and for producing this podcast. To contact Alba Digital Media for your web building and podcast production needs, visit www.albadigitalmedia.com. That's www.albadigitalmedia.com. Thank you, Alba Digital Media, for making me look good and sound good. Finally, I would like to thank Devoted, the musical duo who created my theme music. Thank you, Devoted, for your beautiful music and your awesome talent. To contact Devoted for your music needs, email devotedministries at gmail.com. That's devotedministries at gmail.com. And if you would like to become a one-time or ongoing sponsor of Childless Not By Choice, please contact me at Savilla at SavillaMorgan.com. That's Savilla at SavillaMorgan.com. Thank you so much for listening, and now on to the show. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for visiting another episode of Childless Not By Choice. I appreciate your taking the time to listen in once again. Thank you to my repeat listeners, and if you are listening for the first time, I hope you will come back for another visit. Please remember to tell your friends all about the show, and please feel free to share. Um, As you know, Childless Not By Choice um, is all about spreading the great news that we can live a, um, a joyful and relevant life, although we could not, did not have the children that we so desired. Uh, with me today is a special guest, and um, she, in a way, falls under the childless not by choice demographic. But you'll see what I mean when I say in a way, because as many of you know, my um, my niche is to speak to and encourage the woman and the man who will probably never have children. But my guest today, Mrs. Hadassah Tripp. Is um, she has her very own platform, and on her platform, the Waiting Womb Trust, they are believing for a child. Every woman in there in that group is believing for a child. So I cannot wait for you to hear um, her story and the story of the thousands of women uh, who are following along and, and trusting along with her. I think it's just such an awesomely beautiful story and group and platform. So I want you to hear what Mrs. Hadassah Tripp has to say today. And just reading her quick bio here, she says that she founded the Waiting Womb Trust, an organization that brings together couples, women and men who have walked the child waiting journey and succeeded on or are still in wait. And um, she also creates awareness about 
childlessness. So that's how we are very similar. She says we support such by sharing experiences, encouraging and waiting together. I think that's absolutely beautiful. Um, she continues by saying that um, we have also partnered with some doctors to help needy cases or just waiting wombs in general. Childless couples and mostly women go through quite a bit. So um, this is how Hadassah is using her life to help. Hi, Hadassah. How are you doing today? Hi, Savila. I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Thank we We've tried so many times to get this interview going. And so I'm so glad that we finally are making it happen, happen now. So, so great to hear your voice. And um, as many of you know, I'm here in the U.S. and Hadassah is in Kenya. And so I know that we're seven hours apart. So just making this happen is just an awesome thing. And I, I love technology when it works. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Exactly. So, well, let's just get jump right in. Let's get started. Um, tell us why you chose the name Waiting Wombs and um, tell us a little bit more about the project. Um, I have been married for over 10 years now to a great man, Mr. Tripp, mm -hmm. and we have walked the child waiting journey together. I know where the shoe hurts have been through all kind of things, stigmatization that comes with this, trying to get medication to cure endometriosis. And I tried getting support locally and there was none forthcoming. I didn't have a support group. So I mm -hmm. thought, why not start one and reach out to people? And that is how Waiting Rooms Trust was born. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. I I've said it before, but and I don't know if they have anything similar or the same in Kenya, any saying, but there's a saying here in the U.S. that necessity is the mother of invention. Mm -hmm. And so um, pretty much how my group started as well. I didn't see any assistance. I couldn't get any when I needed it. So I created Childless Not By Choice. So I just admire people who just set out on a journey to help others when they need help so much themselves. I just think that's a courageous thing to do. Okay. And so the, the group got started. And then tell us about your Facebook group, because I just think that's pretty awesome as well. Tell us more about the Facebook group and who can join and how they can join. Um, we have a closed group and we also have an open page to create awareness. The group is exclusively for waiting rooms. And this is basically people who've uh, walked that journey or are still walking the journey. Um, anyone can join. Actually, we have questions just to get people, you know, to try and uh, ensure that we have the right people in the group. But basically, anyone who's childless, not by choice, waiting room is totally welcome. We currently have a membership of over 5,000. So you can imagine how big mm. childlessness is. Wow. Yeah. Not only that, but that how busy you are as well, because you manage, I see you managing the group oh, and just, you know. I receive uh, messages. My Facebook is always busy. I have <laughs> respond to messages every minute, actually mm. dedicate time to just, you know, just get back to them. At times, mm. I also just give my personal number, not even the waiting room's trust number my personal mm -hmm. number and allow people to call and, you know, just someone who wants to cry, just come cry with me. So it's been an mm -hmm. amazing journey and I've also grown. Wow. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, yes. You, you do have to definitely dedicate time 
like a, a block of time, either daily or weekly, and then still make sure that you are managing your emotions. And speaking for myself, I know I have to do that, manage my emotions and my time and everything so I don't get, you know, Mm -hmm. boggled down in it, basically, right? I hear you. That's true. You actually have to set time aside. That's true what you're saying. And uh, someone was telling me that even counselors need to, you know, just vent at some point. Mm-hmm. That is where we also, I also just make sure every day I have uh, me time where I can mm-hmm. just think through the process and, you know, just talk and let go. Then I get strength to face another day. Definitely. Because there's another saying that I see it on Facebook a lot. You can't, um, how does it go? You can't give from an empty cup or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, how do the men deal with the group, um, you know, especially in Kenya and I guess maybe in Africa in general, in Kenya in particular, how are men dealing with the group and how involved are they? Um, childlessness for men is not easy. Mm-hmm. And in fact, um, in the African setup, women go through a lot of stigmatization. The men, on the other hand, you know, women, we talk. We can mm-hmm. just meet together and share, but men don't have an outlet. If they're facing infertility issues, who do they talk to? So this has brought so much drama in Africa, whereby men send wives parking because of childlessness. There are few men who've opened up since we went public. There are few men who try to reach out to my husband just, you know, for encouragement and all. But mm-hmm. really getting men to open up has not been the easiest but we're trying to create awareness. Mm, okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, as we both know, and as probably many of the listeners know, um, when it comes to infertility, it really is 50-50. I mean, 50% of the time, it is the man. It's not always the woman. That's true. But you see, what... it doesn't go well down well with men. You know, it, infertility <laughs> also injures their ego. Yes. Yeah, so there's so much to deal with when it comes to that in the men. I guess we're going to have to, as a, as a as childless not by choice platforms on a whole, we're going to have to create maybe together somehow um, some kind of public service, a, a global public service announcement. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking maybe I'll create some um, ads or something that um, just really promote the fact that it is 50% of the time a man's issue and just trying to figure out how to get into the doctor's office without bruising their ego, That's you know, true. instead of choosing to send their wives packing. I just don't, I just don't understand it. <laughs> Maybe I'm too much of a, um, uh, what's the word? What's the term I'm looking for? Um, oh my gosh. You know, those people who love, not that I'm, I love to be in love, but you know, there are people who love, love. <laughs> so you don't understand how somebody could, you know, fall in love, get married. And then just because um, their wife can't have children, they send them packing. I mean, I just don't get it. <laughs> Imagine in Africa, it happens every day, even in oh women parking. Oh, now that leads to men go, uh, going out of their homes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is unfaithfulness. It's an issue we deal with every single day. In our group, we have over a hundred women who've been mm. sent packing because of childlessness. Yeah, and I, I actually, I'm a member of your group, and um, I read something today about a woman who, um, 
who recently mentioned that she was sent away. Mm-hmm. And um, I, just, I, I read it and I just, I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I, we really need to create more awareness. And I know it will come. And I know with all of these different Childless Not By Choice platforms, including yours, who has over 5,000 members, I, I just really believe that we're on the brink of just creating global, worldwide awareness about this. And just really opening up the conversation. And I'm just so excited to be in this space at this time. And I'm just so happy that you're here too. Because um, I know that our platforms are slightly different. Because you're the women in your group are still hoping and waiting. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So um, how long has the Waiting Womb Project been in existence? Um, I went public on the 8th of, of March. That was the International Women's Day. Mm-hmm. So I can say the organization has been running since then. March of 2017. 2017, that's right. So uh, what, four going on five months? Imagine, and over five thousand membership. Yes, I, I, I'm just blown away. Just, just mm-hmm. about five months, you have well over 5,000 members. And how can, how can the world not recognize that there is an issue here? This is a, mm. a problem, you know? Yeah. This is just blowing me away. Um, I'm celebrating two and a half years of um, of my platform and two years of podcasting this past month. And I the, the, the group, the Facebook group is just starting to grow. And mm. I have just a little over 100 people. <laughs> but I'm so excited for my 100 people because finally... They're, you know, they're finding the group. And I, I just think it's, it's wonderful when women realize that they're not alone. Because a that's, lot of times we tend to think we're alone in this. Oh, that's true. And that really helps. What you're doing is amazing because just giving that platform where uh, we can come together and just say, hey, you're not alone, like you're saying, that right. does, it does wonders. That really works well. And, and you see it working, you know, because you're in my group as well. Yes. So you can see it. We, you know, we, we've had the honor to be in each other's groups. And I just, you get to see the different forms of childlessness, the forms of waiting or not being able to wait anymore, not being able to try anymore, mm-hmm. and just how people are affected by it. And we, we just see the platforms working. And it's, it's not about us, really. Yeah. I mean, no longer, at least, I don't think, I, I, I don't believe it was ever, you ever felt it was about you. You were just like, Nobody's helping me, so let me see how I can help somebody else. Yeah, you know, it's more of just thinking of what can you do? I mean, if someone else is in my shoe and was also looking for support and there's none, what can we do to help them? So it can never be about us. It's, right. it's definitely for the many, many people in the same shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, tell us how you encourage, I mean, you mentioned it a little bit earlier, how you encourage women and couples um, who are waiting? What do you do on a on a regular or daily basis to encourage these people who are waiting? Uh, first, we encourage uh, women to share their stories or couples to share their stories because that is the first step to healing or accepting that, hey, I'm not alone. And mm-hmm. once a story is shared, the love that I see on that page is amazing. 
most people just end up sending messages to my inbox and saying you know what thank you for allowing me to share i feel my burden is lighter i feel loved we also have counseling sessions whereby cases that we feel need counseling we uh, arrange with our in-house counselors for the same service mm-hmm. we also have uh, meetings every now and again like now we are planning a couples waiting couples meeting mm. the first one we had was um just ladies and it was amazing we had doctors we had um different uh, speakers experienced people who've also waited and succeeded or some were still waiting we had all that but we look forward to having you know much more much, mm. much more in the future yeah that sounds just wonderful so yes these people they men and women have a place to come to and and that's what i've heard in in my group lately too Mm-hmm. that they like coming to the group because when they come there they don't feel alone and i posted in the group yesterday i don't know if you saw it or not but i posted a thank you to the group on a whole because whenever someone is having a bad day or they got bad news mm-hmm. um everyone in the group rallies around that person that's and right yeah i mean there's nothing like like you said just knowing that you're not alone and that there's somebody out there who truly understands because mm-hmm. before they find our groups their friends and family may try they genuinely try but they just don't get it that you can say that again you know i keep telling people that you may think you understand me but trust mm-hmm. me you do not know what i've gone through unless you've walked the journey exactly Exactly. Yeah. So I just this is just a, an awesome thing. Um I know I know we've talked off and on um since we met uh a month or so ago but over here do mm-hmm. you, we get the why don't you just adopt question. I I call it the favorite question of the childless not by choice demographic. Do you mm-hmm. get that over there? Almost every other day. and i i initially i never used to understand why people do this because you know i was telling my friend who was um, suggesting the adoption to me that how do you just um suggest that to someone you never know they could be healing from a miscarriage or three or mm-hmm. two i mean we that is a question we have to deal with every other single day and mm-hmm. uh, we still tell people that hey you do not have to adopt because of infertility adopt because you really want to have a child to share that love with someone else because otherwise you're doing it for all the wrong reasons. Right. And yeah. the child will suffer. Mhm, that's true. Very true. If not physically, emotionally, the child will suffer. Mhm, that's right. So, yeah, we, we I call it the favorite question. In fact, I recorded recently mm-hmm. um an episode where I just went through the group and read the comments that women have been told um from people who just don't understand the things that people say to childless not by choice women. I just was <laughs> like I can't believe some of the suggestions that people give. Uh-huh. And a lot of times they're not asked for. People just come up and start giving you suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> It's just amazing. So I know that our platforms will also create awareness for those who just don't understand that you don't just walk up to somebody and say, "Why don't you just adopt?" because as you said you don't know if the person has had several miscarriages you don't know the mental and emotional state of people That's and true. so just leave just leave people alone if if they didn't ask you for any suggestions don't give any 
in my group we were talking about uh, coming up with a book called Answer Guide to Waiting Rooms Questions where we'll just have sarcastic response or just talk <laughs> enough about on such things. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just so, you just, and it's amazing. We're the ones that are suffering, but we have to bite our tongues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I just, you know, life is just interesting. So, um, and then that means that you do like, um, you do get the unwanted commentary from strangers and, and family. And, um, you know, for you personally, how do you overcome any moments of sadness? And how do you suggest um, the listener overcome moments of sadness? Um, I remember the past years of my struggle, I'd get really hurt when I had people are coming and just asking weird questions or even suggesting uh, positions to try and take to get a child, you know, for conception. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I just go, you, I mean, you know, you, I, I could be speechless at some point, but mm-hmm. later when I gathered that thick skin, now mm-hmm. you come to me with such a response. Like if someone told me to try that, I'd actually tell them that, you know what, I'll try and come back to you. I'll yeah, let you know how it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, before you mentioned that, I was just thinking as as I as I read the list um, of the things that women have been told, mm-hmm. one of the things was one of the women said that she was told to have sex on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I just, I, I, I mean, I was just mm-hmm. speechless. <laughs> at least just not absolutely about them you know yeah i mean yeah i mean oh my goodness and still if we say anything sarcastic back or say anything that that offends that person they get upset that's true but that but they feel like they can tell you something like that <laughs> yeah yeah that's very true oh, there's someone who was sharing that she was told to buy red bull the drink and to oh, use it uh just immediately after intercourse and then she'd conceive very weird stuff oh my goodness i mean did they do that did they try that is that what they did no they (laughs) (laughs) you know that's that would be the question oh is that something that you tried you know and then they think you're being uh, you know sarcastic or smart with them and uh, you know we really on a serious note we really have to get get the word out that it is not okay to mm-hmm. approach women who are childless, not by choice, and say foolish things to them, that mm-hmm. we are truly mentally and emotionally dealing with things. And yeah. some of us are not doing so well, and you know, some are. And those of us who have decided and chosen to, to you know, take the high road and to help others, it doesn't mean that sometimes we don't have our moments, but, um, and maybe I should speak for myself, but, mm-hmm. you know, there are times when I have my, my moments and, um, you know, we, we have to recognize that people are dealing with things. Everybody's going through something. We can't just walk up to somebody and say something thinking that because it's childlessness, that it's somehow different than some other trauma or crisis. Mm-hmm. I agree. I totally agree. So we definitely have to get the word out. But as we as we wrap up our conversation, um, did you have anything that you wanted to add? Anything that you wanted to to be sure that the listener knew? I I do have your contact information, and mm-hmm. I'm going to put it in the show notes. Um, Waitingwombstrust.org. Yeah. 
and Hadassah at WaitingWombsTrust.org, right? Yeah, and the, the closed group is uh, Waiting Wombs in bracket WW. You can also just mention that for anyone who needs support. That's okay. You're welcome. Um, so www.WaitingWombs? No. The, the closed face group page. Oh, no, okay. Sorry, the group, yeah, the group. Waiting Wombs in bracket WW. Okay. Yeah, maybe you can just mention that. Yeah. Okay, so waiting for the Facebook group, Waiting Wombs, um, and then WW in brackets or parentheses? In bracket, that's right. That's correct. Okay, okay. All right, so that information will be in the show notes. So three ways to get in contact with with Hadassah and with her group and with the Waiting Wombs. So if you are still waiting, if you're not necessarily... Um, child is not by choice and to the point where you will no longer have children, which is the woman that I, you know, especially speak to as a woman myself who can no longer have children. Um, if you are still hoping and still hopeful and still trying, uh, as Hadassah calls it, TTC, trying to conceive, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you are a TTC, then please definitely look up uh, the waiting wombs trust and waiting wombs Facebook group. And the information, as I said, is in the show notes. And so Hadassah, thank you so very much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And um, I know that we'll talk again and we'll probably do another episode at some time in the future. But um, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope you got a lot of great information from our interview with Hadassah Tripp. Remember to go to Facebook to search for her group, Waiting Wombs, and then www, I mean, sorry, www, like Waiting Womb in brackets on Facebook. And um, if you're having trouble finding her, let me know and I'll point you to the right place. But um, all of her information is in the show notes as is mine. So thanks for listening. Until later, until next time, bye.